Welcome back. I'm Karen, Founder and Managing Director of Orchid Leadership Coaching and Consultancy Limited. Encouraging you to embrace the leader within. Whether you are a CEO leading a company, executive leading a team of innovators, an emerging entrepreneur, or a working or stay-at-home parent leading the family and home, now's the time to embrace the future, empower the new you. Welcome to episode five of Enlightened Leadership Coaching Snippets from our season of podcasts linking to leadership. In this episode, we'll be deep diving into emotional and social intelligence. If you missed our earlier episodes, don't worry. They're available to download on numerous major podcast platforms. Do ensure to subscribe or follow so not to miss out on future upcoming episodes. Getting back to today's episode, focusing on emotional and social intelligence and being the emotionally intelligent leader. How do we differentiate between IQ and EQ? What makes us cognitively and emotionally intelligent? And how is emotional intelligence different to social intelligence? As many of us are increasingly aware, it is essential that we are more than mere logical beings in the workplace and the home. Logic and cognitive IQ are not enough in today's world to maintain work and home relationships and to promote and sustain growth in our businesses. What would our work and home lives be without empathy, without compassion, without embracing and understanding ours and others' emotions and to understand what triggers us in certain ways. Emotional and social intelligences are essential to our being as breathing, as sunlight is for growth in plants. Yet although the terms are used in company policies, in boardroom meetings, in leadership panel discussions, how many of us truthfully engage with ourselves to become authentically self-aware and to therefore apply these vital intelligences to our daily existence. Let's deep dive further and really get some clarity over these terms and how best we can apply these essential intelligences to our day-to-day practices. Cognitive intelligence, or IQ, is our ability to understand and apply knowledge in situations to reason through a given problem. This intelligence is primarily based upon abstract thinking and logical reasoning. In direct comparison, emotional intelligence or EQ is our ability to recognize and understand emotions in ourselves and others, and our ability to use this awareness to manage or regulate our behavior and relationships. Emotional intelligence is often more of an inward reflection before we venture out into society. Social intelligence takes us a step further and is relationship-based, centred on the way we understand, interact and present ourselves to others. It's our ability to understand other people, how they work, what motivates them, how to cooperate with others and how to apply social etiquette. 
It is linked primarily with how we interact with others through our words and actions and is an extension of our emotional awareness, allowing us to form positive and productive relationships and to see ourselves as belonging to and being a productive member of society. As leaders, emotional intelligence in particular is essential for success. After all, who is most likely to succeed? A leader who shouts at and talks at their team when under stress, or a leader who stays in control and who calmly assesses themselves and others within a situation? According to Daniel Goleman, there are five core elements when considering our emotional intelligence. These are self-awareness, self-regulation or self-management, self-motivation, social skills or relationship management, and empathy or social awareness. The more we as leaders consider and apply each of these areas, the more effective and successful our reach and outcomes become as leaders within the workplace and home. Let's take each of these and dig a little deeper. Self-awareness gives us emotional awareness, our ability to recognize our own emotions and emotional triggers and their effects. It also enables self-confidence in our self-worth and capabilities. If we are self-aware, we recognize our emotions and feelings and know how our emotions and actions can affect people around us. Being self-aware in our leadership means having clarity of our strengths and weaknesses and taking an inner journey using our core leadership muscle of humility. How are you creating greater self-awareness at work and within your family? Keeping a journal can help to track our feelings, emotions and subsequent actions, helping us to recognise potential triggers and to identify ways to understand ourselves and our relationships. Just a few minutes each day, or at least a weekly reflection, can positively change our workplace and home relationships. Slowing down when we experience stress, anger or other strong emotions can create a powerful space to examine why these emotions are surfacing. No matter the situation, we have the power to choose how we react to it. Self-regulation enables us to manage or control disruptive impulses, creating trust through maintaining standards of honesty and integrity enabling adaptability, handling change with flexibility, and enhancing innovation. Stress takes us out of our comfort zone. With the ability to self-regulate, we manage stress and stay emotionally present, rather than allowing the emotion to override our thoughts and judgment. We are enabled to make choices that allow us to control impulsive feelings and behaviours, so not to compromise our values in how we treat others through rushed or emotionally charged words or actions. How are you nurturing self-regulation? Firstly, we need to know ourselves and our authentic values well. 
Ask yourself, do you have a clear code of ethics that you live by? Do your values align with your goals as a leader? If not, what would you like to do about that? Finding ways to create calm within yourself is also an area to consider. Creating the inner space of awareness when faced with challenging situations. Earlier we mentioned emotional triggers. Think back to a situation at home or at work when you experienced high stress to the extent where your ability to perform or manage a cordial discussion was compromised. What were you experiencing in that moment? Were there any environmental signs leading up to the situation? Can you pinpoint what triggered you in that moment? What did you try and do? And was your counteraction successful? It can also help when we reinterpret, which sounds like, how can I take the threat away from this situation? Or when we normalize, which sounds like, it's okay because everything else and everyone else feels this way too. When we reorder, which sounds like, I'm going to think about the value I'm putting on this. And of course, when we reposition, which sounds like, I'm going to consider this from another perspective. Self-motivation centers around our achievement drive, commitment to high standards, capacity to take initiative, and optimism towards pursuing goals despite obstacles and setbacks. How are you creating space for self-motivation? Perhaps re-examine why it is that you are doing what you're doing. It's easy to lose sight of what you really love about what you do and what drives your passion. Review any goals you have established. Do they excite you? Do they still energize you? If you're drawing blank thoughts, what action can you take to remedy this? And of course, try and find something good in each situation to reframe it more positively. Social skills and how we manage our relationships enable us as leaders to positively influence and persuade, to communicate with clarity, to inspire and be a catalyst for change, enabling us to manage conflict, build relationships of trust, and to create team or team family energy in collective goals and overarching vision. In what ways are you enhancing and using your social skills? Are you enhancing communications? Showing gratitude and recognition, recognizing the unique talent in others and building that unbreakable team at work and team family at home. Pay close attention to what and who are around you. Create space for social as well as cultural awareness, diversity and inclusion, and actively listening to acquire understanding. Empathy creates space to understand and sense the needs of others to leverage opportunities through diversity and inclusion, through differing perspectives. 
enabling political awareness in reading a group's emotions and power relationships. In what ways do you show empathy in your leadership? Are you able to place yourself in someone else's situation? How much time do you block in your diary for developing others? What ways do you positively challenge those around you? Ask yourself, which are you really applying in your day-to-day -day relationships at work and at home? Is it sympathy, I feel for you, purely awareness? Empathy, I understand you, internalizing and understanding that awareness? Or is it compassion, I want to help you, taking empathy a step further towards action? How can you cultivate a culture of compassion? Perhaps by asking, how can I help? Encourage cooperation among team members or family members at home. Cultivate a genuine curiosity about others. So, I've taken on board all the above, but what next? Imagine and visualize for a moment that you have vast superpowers in emotional, and social intelligences that give you the inner and external radar to build and sustain strong relationships at work and at home. What might that look like? A workplace and home where emotional and social intelligence is advocated across all stakeholders and family members through harnessing a growth mindset. EQ awareness is part of the natural fabric EQ issues are addressed in work and family discussions, being receptive to constructive feedback and feed forward, even from our children. Coaching and mentoring enables greater self-awareness and positive relationships where stability, security and communications are conveyed with authority, authenticity, trust and transparency. With tolerance, empathy and compassion central to all engagements. Let's stress that a coaching culture goes hand in hand with emotional and social intelligences, equaling developmental growth as well as promoting successful leadership by moving beyond our own walls. Communications in all forms, whether it be verbal through technology, email, virtual conversations online, or even through simple body language, embed a cooperative culture that values relationships over ego, and which improves performance, drives motivation and retention, and empowers self-worth. Both at work and at home, being both self and socially aware gives us the understanding of when best to talk, when to listen, perhaps what to say and how to say it, creating appropriate space and timing within conversations, enabling us to dream big and make bold, decisive, intentional choices that result in sustainable transformation. Each person has the resources within themselves to reach beyond their own expectations and those placed upon them. Building relationships influences everyone to take authority and ownership 
and to realize a stronger vision together as a work team or team family. A challenge I lay before you, take measure of your self-awareness. How well do you know your emotional triggers? Do you have the understanding to regulate your emotional responses in your interactions? What measures will you take today and throughout this week in understanding your inner self and what differences will that make in your home and work relationships? Be brave, be bold and don't hold back in your inner journey for it is only then can you be in greater control of your emotions and ultimately of your aspirations. Be the emotionally intelligent leader you aspire to be. Create empowerment through social intelligence. And let us know ourselves and know each other for a richer, brighter and more meaningful future. Feel free to share some of your follow-up actions with me on any of my social media platforms or alternatively, share a comment with me right here after listening. I look forward to our next podcast session where we'll be deep diving into the practice of lifelong learning to create sustainable change, introducing the smart leader, leading with resilience and agility. Tune in next time and get ready to take action after the session. Until then, please remember, if this podcast episode added value to your day or evening, download it, share it with your colleagues and friends, and of course, ensure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss out on future episodes. And remember, embrace the future, empower the new you, awaken the leader within, and let's take back control of our aspirations. Thanks for listening.